0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Theme tune. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the Archers with me, Harriet Carmichael. Oh shit! Je- that's what it says in the script, Hello. Lucy.
0: Carry on, Harriet.
1: <laughs> Harriet smoked a lot since the last time she was on the show, I think. With me, Jeff Thomas, Harriet Carmichael, Lucy V. Freeman and Matt Rodriguez-Payne. Now, before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge.
0: We began the week at Brookfield with David getting a bit baffled sorting out Pip's sudden sexual volte-face. But he tried, God love him. In an effort to divert her, he tried to shut her finger into a folding table. We need to get something on that finger, said David, and I shouted, Stella! And then went a bit red. David and Ruth became completely mystified as to who the mystery woman might be, despite the fact that she's currently the only lesbian in the village and is Pip's close friend. Maybe they thought it was a straight woman and that Pip was nurturing a phenomenal passion for Joy Horville or something. Well, Tracy was single until Wednesday, so she was also an option. She was nearly single for a lot longer than that after throwing an entirely staged hissy fit about Jazza's relationship with Hannah. Susan insisted on redoing the entire thing, which highlighted the differences between a marriage and a wedding. Susan wanted new cake, new rings, and the whole shebang, despite them already having had the wedding, because according to Susan, you can't get married without a cake, even if you've already had the wedding. This all happened while Susan was trying to shift a load of toot at a car boot sale, and even she described what she was selling as rubbish, so wondering why she wasn't selling any of it was a bit redundant. However, after hilarious mix-up, in which they hilariously nearly didn't get married yet again, which was hilariously fixed by Brad and Chelsea, <laughs> they have now done the deed. Well i'm pretty sure they've been doing the deed every day for the past six months apart from when Jazza's back's giving him jip i don't (laughs) don't know why susan and tracy were behaving as if they were about to be arrested if anyone found out they hadn't been properly married unless it's to unless it was to add a bit of jeopardy to the proceedings it didn't work as no one cares except apparently linda and that was just on nosiness grounds anyway don't people these days have about three weddings each The foreign one, which is just a big excuse to make everyone pay for a holiday. The one for friends, which is basically a party. And the church one for family and things because your parents want to invite auntie thingy to try and heal Uh the rift caused by the great electric Uh blanket row of 1982. (laughs) Ardil is struggling against the unceasing current of Ambridge locals who are so unused to proper recruitment practices, boring things like interviews, shortlists, etc. that they're basically mugging him for jobs. Tracy, in her role as entirely unpaid, unpaid recruitment consultant for Gay Grables, tried to coerce Emma into applying as head of housekeeping. Emma suddenly became incredibly enthusiastic, legged Arl- Ardell over in the tea rooms and then offered him a free piece of cake, extra chocolate on his cappuccino, or a quick fumble behind the bins. I don't want another job, I want this job. It's all I've ever wanted for the last three hours ever since Tracy told me about it, <laughs> she said desolately when she found out she wasn't going to get it. However, the fact that she wasn't even shortlisted had the positive knock-on effect of making her decide to go back to college to do English Literature GCSE, which will be a huge boon. Nope, I have no idea where the laundry inventory is, but if you need any words worth deconstructing, I'm your woman. (laughs) Do you remember last week I said that if Pip and Stella had yet another conversation about how the whole thing didn't matter and let's just be friends, I would violently go off both of them? Well, I've violently Mm. gone off both of them. They had lunch together and discussed the fact that they should just both be friends. And then Stella said that was definitely her final answer. Absolutely. Then turned up on Pip's doorstep two hours later, having, I suspect, run out of food at her house and decided that she may as well endure a bout of amateur fumbling from Pip if it meant she at least got a pork chop out of it. However, it also meant she got shoved out the back door when Ruth arrived. I mean, I know Pip called it out at the time, but what 30-year-old woman's mum just lets herself into her daughter's house? And it was only a cow with a hurty boob, which I know can be serious, but not I-haven't-got-time-to-knock-on-the-door-serious. And she had time to make Pip breakfast, while Stella hopped about in the backyard in her scanties before giving up and clambering out over the wheelie bin. (laughs) We are seconds away, seconds, I tell you, from Stella saying, I'm not going to be anybody's guilty secret, Pip. And then Pip will take her to a big event to announce her to the village. That ticks so many gay relationships in drama boxes, it's not true. Bring it on. At least they'll stop bloody talking about it then. And uh, against everyone's better judgment, even ours and we're nothing to do with it, Linda is going to organise the Gay Grables launch event. Ardil said yes because he uh, thought she'd do it for nothing. And Oliver said yes because he is a spineless weedy wet. She'd already piled up so many boundary violations in their one first meeting, including criticising the finish of the re- renovation and declaring that she'd be talking to Ardil about it at all times of the day and night, that Ardil <laughs> would quite happily have paid her not to do it. 3am is <laughs> going to be woken up by Linda perched on the end of his bed, chuntering on about valet parking. Linda, let's do it the traditional way. Tommy Croker and his terrible band... All the ladies in their Laura Ashley dresses they bought for the Hunt Ball in 1989 and have hung out of the window to air and a dressed cold salmon covered in little slices of cucumber. That is tradition, Linda. Mess with it at your peril. The end.
1: The end indeed, Mm. yes. So, I have a complaint. Oh, do you? Yes.
0: Is the cream not working?
1: (laughs) No, last week, (laughs) very slowly. um, Last week, in fact... Throughout the last month or so, in fact, since the last time I did the show, yes, uh, it's been massive, big, juicy, meaty topics <laughs> that have been brilliant I was and thinking, fantastic, oh dear, and, poor Jeff. <laughs> and then and I'm thinking, and I'm listening to last week's show going, go, I'm really looking forward to this, <laughs> this is going to be great, uh, and, then
0: and then we get this week. We get this week.
1: With l- just a- about half a dozen different village characters being ridiculous.
0: Yes. It, there was lots s- of
1: utter, utter, utter stupidity this week. I think really.
0: peaks and troughs is the. D- We'd, we're going from the sublime to the ridiculous. So we're having the super, super intense, drama heavy, BAFTA award winning Helen. Yes, I know. Dense voice. <laughs> and then yep. we have Sooty and Sweep for the next week
1: yeah no I mean, even I thinking. know that that's how it works, but I did hope that it was going to hold off for another week, so Au that contra. I'd have something good to discuss
0: I'm
2: sorry. and
1: not hmm. mastitis
0: well <laughs> yes, but you had some issues with the mastitis didn't you?
1: I did so the, well you see, I was listening this evening mm-hmm. um and I was listening on the I was listening on my phone, yes. And then and then i because um, um the kids are downstairs and so i started listening downstairs and i thought no i'll go upstairs now and i'll get ready to record and then when i got upstairs i switched to my laptop but uh you'd lost about so B- bbc sounds waits for no man oh uh, okay and although i could go backwards to um to to, when I started, because I didn't start until about five past eight or five past seven UK time, Yeah, I could go backwards that far on my phone, which was fine, but then by the time I sat down on my computer to listen to the rest of it, I couldn't go back far enough. Right. So I then had to, I, and I sort of, I, I skipped a little bit and jumped into the middle of Ruth <laughs> complaining about mastitis to Pip and asking her to have a look. <laughs> and I honestly... Wondered what on earth was going on for quite some time, until thank God they started talking about Alistair And I thought, okay, fine. I, <laughs> now I think, now I think I see what's happened. Unless this really is more depraved than even I am.
0: Yes. Not uh, only uh, does she let herself into her daughter's house, she arrives to yes, but saying, but you, have a look at this."
1: B- before Bip. breakfast, yes. as well. Just, <laughs> put your toast down. Have and and a look at p- these, will you?
0: <laughs> oh, talking of poached eggs, <laughs> Pip. Can you have a look? <laughs>
1: Oh God, I really, really thought and I'd stumbled into the middle of an entirely different programme.
2: <laughs> so,
1: so I was mightily relieved when it turned out just to be the cows, I have to say.
0: <laughs> P- Mastitis is no joke, whether you're a cow no. or a
1: not a cow. No, 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 I'm not suggesting that it is. No, I know. Um,
0: um, I was so... Cr- Pip's just an idiot. She's just an idiot. She's oh. like a 12-year-old.
1: Well no honestly I'm not even sure a 12 year old would have done that.
0: I know it's possibly so
1: rude. Had they not had the long lunchtime discussion yeah the day before yeah about exactly that. Yeah. But having had that discussion you just I mean I think even the most brazen or uh, you know person would have faced with the with the sound of the key in the latch thought oh well here we go.
0: Yeah. Well, this is you sooner know. than I expected, but there we are.
1: Yes, exactly. You can't sh-
0: yeah. shove somebody out the back door.
1: No, good Lord. I mean, no, I mean, it's just, that was it was hard to believe, to be <laughs> honest with you. I, <laughs> the only way it I, could
0: have been worse was if she'd actually put her in a closet. That's what Yes, <laughs> yes, just just <laughs> go in there. Be quiet.
1: <laughs> Pippa yeah, mean... in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, are. Yeah. Oh.
0: It was very, very irritating, that. And Stella can do so much better, I keep thinking... When she said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, because you can totally understand why you wouldn't want to be a straight woman's. No, of course When not. nobody would want to be, you know, a straight no. woman's little kind of, um, ooh, look at me, I'm walking on the wild side thing. No, yeah. You know, no. you're not, you're not, a, you're not an experimentation lab. You're no, no. a person. And, no. uh, you know, a, and nobody pics. wants to, nobody wants to be
1: a beard and nobody wants to, no. you know, be, be no. the other way around unless you're, um, uh, oh I can't say a name now. There are various, various famous beards in Hollywood, of course, who seem to be perfectly yes. happy with the arrangement. But let's but, not um, mention
0: them in case we get sued. <laughs> um, but yes, no, that was really, really annoying and stupid. It was, yes. re- and and I understand that we have to have the peaks and the troughs, and I understand that we have to have the uh, the Georgie bits and the you know the painful bits. And the, but they're all squashed into the same week.
1: Yes, they do. They do do this though and And mm-hmm. I think you're what you said earlier about okay <gasps> and breathe, you know, um yeah. so you know we've had we've had quite a time of it in yeah. recent weeks, one way or <laughs> another, and I think they thought okay and and probably if i if I'm being cynical about it, it probably has something to do with you know demographics and and okay, you know what people listen to the archers for. Mm. I suppose not everybody listens to the archers for the you know the fantastic acting when Helen is is having a meltdown. You know, yeah. they, they enjoy the, the Grundy's
3: buggering oh, about
1: and, you God. know, um, yeah, and, and Pip doing what she does. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided
3: to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Linda, you, I know you're not a massive Linda fan, are you? You're not one of them.
1: Nobody's a massive Linda fan.
0: Well, the thing is, you've never seen her when she's... Nurturing somebody not
1: been a massive pain in the ass to everybody,
0: but when she is, she was so good helping. Um,
1: Emma, no, uh, Alice.
0: Yeah, mm, no, no. Okay. Um, it was Kate when Kate was young.
1: Oh yeah, Linda
0: was the only person Kate would talk to. Really, uh, she's helped. She's helping Fallon at the minute. She's she's got a good eye for sort of recognizing.
1: So how is she helping Fallon?
0: Well, because she, you know, she offered her that money to go away if she wanted to, to go on holiday, oh, yeah, or to yeah, invest in yeah, the business yeah. and stuff. And yeah. um, she, and she helped um, Freddie when he was felt so guilty about her, you know, when she was in the fire and stuff. And I think she's got a very good eye for noticing people who are overwhelmed because I think she's been there herself.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I do recognise she's a massive busybody and um and a uh, uh has hugely inflated um sense of her own importance mm. but i do recognize that she is fundamentally um a very kind and a decent uh woman yeah i do i do see that i just don't see a lot of evidence of it um in the last couple of years which is how long i've been listening you
0: will though you, you see about
1: just actually i think probably it was again it was bad timing more i think more or less the first episode very nearly the first episode that i ever listened to was was linda getting her um getting her mbe and oh. that, I, that i think has really sort of um you know exacerbated mm. her mm. her more her her negative right characteristics yeah she's she has been walking around well I mean you 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 frequently take the mickey out of it in yes. in, in the sketches. Swaggering and, around know. with it. Yeah, 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 a little bit, yeah.
0: Yeah. You, yeah. I think Lin, I have a theory that Linda Snell is based on um Lucia Pilson in Map and Lucia the E.F. Benson books. And she also is a massive show off uh based on very little solid credentials. Um, she exaggeratedly drops in foreign terms. She um, has to be the head of everything. She hijacks other people's ideas and takes them over.
1: Well, we had a really good example of what you said about um, dropping in foreign terms. Of very Yes, a good example of just that sort of thing. This week when she was talking about um, uh, that Daphne de Maurier book with Emma. Uh, uh, with yes. And had to finally cough to the fact. That she'd only seen the film, <laughs> <laughs> having waxed lyrical about the writing yeah. and you know, uh, yeah, that's and, a and very then,
0: Lucia thing to do. Except Lucia would yeah. never have admitted that no. she hadn't that she hadn't read the book.
1: No, and in fact, I, I, um, you know, that 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 did sort of uh, gladden my heart. A yes, bit when she said, actually, uh, you know, if you yes. promise not to tell anybody, <laughs> <laughs> I'll cough to this, you know, and I thought, oh, all right, good for you. Yeah, because actually. Who amongst us hasn't exaggerated slightly yes, and yes and just sort of blagged a way out of it. When, yes, or indeed when, read when... the
0: reviews of a book and then yeah, <laughs> pretended exactly. to have read exactly. it. Yes.
1: <laughs> so uh, yeah, fair dues. W- yeah. Well played, Linda. Yeah, okay.
0: Um but however I switched teams this week, only for this week, because she was such a pain in the ass about this taking on this event. It's No more
1: so than usual, no, honestly. No,
0: but it's the it's the boundary violations. That's what I can't bear. It's the... Yeah. She goes <laughs> bootling around.
1: Bootling? Yeah.
0: Fertling around, looking at... at um, oh,
1: I'm not sure she goes fertling <laughs> around.
0: Looking at, um, you know, so, oh, this is playwood. This just doesn't look very finished. This is, da, da, da. Yeah. And that's nothing to do with her. If you're being employed, if you're being paid for something... Fair, if she's just doing it out of the goodness of her heart, which she isn't, then...
1: Clearly not. She then, asked for money.
0: Yeah. Then, um, and quite rightly, I think, but if she yeah, was, bloody then right. she'd be entitled to boundary violate all over the place and, you know, chip in and on you any. you take it bits. or leave it at that point. Yeah. You? You, it, yeah and yeah. say, go on, then fire me. I don't care. But if you're being paid, you've got to just do what you're contracted to do. That doesn't mean go around and criticise everything that, you know, poor old Ardil's trying to do. Now, did you hear the thing that I thought was a clue? To what? When Oliver said... You're going to have to
1: give me more to go on than that, I'm afraid.
0: Oliver was suddenly talking to Ardell like he was his boss. And he was saying... Yeah, yeah. I, you know, you're you not doing a good enough job. I want to know what's happening about this, blah, 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 blah. And then he said, I've, inv- I've got a lot invested in this. So is Oliver, in actual fact, the new owner? And he's just kept it quiet.
1: I didn't notice that but when you when you say that I mean it's hard to imagine what other explanation there could be actually
0: because I know he said he was partnering did he say he was partnering with the new owners or something is that what the, what we thought the deal was I honestly
1: honestly when they start talking about business <laughs> I I tend to sort of just Shut down doo, in an doo, effort doo, to doo, to preserve doo, doo, doo. what little yes, sanity doo. I have left. So, yes. uh, so quite possibly. What yes. With
0: that and Pip checking Ruth for mastitis, I can understand why you got <laughs> a bit confused <laughs> this week. But I, I think that's what Maybe. I. That was because he was suddenly very assertive, and yeah,
1: said, "I, I have a." So I've got a. There was something funny going on with Oliver this week. Actually, there was. I do wonder. So he, he appears to have taken that. Or did they say they discussed it? So, yeah, okay, I think they had discussed it because Ardil was under the impression that Linda would be doing it for nothing, so mm. they obviously had talked about it. But I, I, it popped into my mind, and I'm not quite sure how this works, so bear with me, that Oliver is somehow using Linda to wreak revenge on Ardil for snubbing Emma because I think Oliver felt really bad about that. No. Well, I, I, mean, I'm not sure what the details are. are you wearing here. a tinfoil hat? No. <laughs> well, why the hell else would he ask? Literally, ask <laughs> Linda to get involved. Annoying. I mean, Linda getting involved happens anyway, you know. But I think you try. They you recognize- put it off as long as you can. But I he think actually they
0: recognized that they. I know he actively engaged her. I think yes. they. I think Linda has good local contacts that they need, and they can't get any other way because she worked on lots of local papers, and she, mm, yeah. you know, in in lieu of a sort of a a, a PR person in the village, Linda's it.
1: Yeah, okay. Um,
0: I think that's it. I don't think there's any big.
1: <laughs> mm, Sorry. Right. I mean, it did seem a little far fetched, but I, actually, yes. I mean, actually, it just came from the fact that I could. Imagine what had possibly yeah. possessed Oliver to ask her to help. Yes, yes. to be honest, yeah. you know, people ge- are generally trying to avoid it, so yeah. um, you know, volunteering for it really seemed a bit odd. But yes, no, he um, and I think, but I do think that possibly the Emma thing might have triggered Oliver to to suddenly think, "Hmm, hang on a minute, yeah, um, I'm," you know, "I if you're right and it is his money." mm-hmm you know, um, actually, I'm I'm not entirely happy with some of the things that are happening around here, and I'm going to get more involved, and I'm going to throw my weight around a bit. I felt, well so for, right uh, I, I felt so sorry for absolutely right about
0: that. I felt so sorry for deal Really? Well, yeah, because Tracy revving uh. Tracy revving Emma up to kind of say, "Go on, just tell them you could do it, and then they'll just give you the job on the spot, and it'll be fine." I don't know where anybody gets this idea from that that's how it works, but anyway.
2: Um, I,
1: I'm and you mentioned this in uh, you mentioned this in your uh, monologue as well so I mean I, I could have seen I could have seen a scenario uh, and I think a lot of what Tracy said had some truth to it what, you know about it Emma? wasn't she wasn't she wasn't completely blowing smoke up Emma's ass no you know there was there were there was truth to all of it yeah but, but, and you're just stretching that a bit yeah. but but honestly that's what happens when you apply for a job you know you i mean my my old man always used to say if you can tick 75 percent of the boxes on their you know on their wish list mm. then you've probably got the job and 50 percent, you're in the running yeah so you know we all we all i mean i said that i've worked for the same company for 32 years now and you know so it's been i haven't had an interview since i was 18 yeah. so um but nonetheless you know i think making the most of what little experience you might have yeah. is not unusual. And they'll probably have a lot of candidates like that. Well, I because but... I'm
0: freelance, I have a job interview every other month. Right. And yeah, yeah. But what you don't do is follow the person around pestering them. <laughs>
1: poor, no.
0: Poor Ardil, he can't go anywhere. No. He can't go to the tea room because then he has Emma, who's either sulking because she hasn't got the job or badgering him to giving them the job or saying... I'm not going to be a cleaner, but look what I'm doing. I'm 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 reading, you know, Mary Shelley. So therefore, I can be a manager, and then he no, goes he home. And then, 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 then he gets Ninda
1: Chantry. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But if he doesn't want that, then go and run something in London mm. where nobody's going to yeah, give you the true. time of day. You know, yeah. you don't go to um, to a little rural village like that and not expect to, you know, be intimately involved with the locals, whether you like it or not.
0: Yes, I, I, I'm genuinely think that emma was seriously considering how intimately she would be involved yes. yeah, with, yeah, yeah. with Ardil in order to get that job because it was like she tracy suddenly just lit a lit a light under her lit a match under it wasn't it it was like right. oh, i could be yeah a, it did you come know, out of nowhere a bit yeah. but i thought
1: so i thought okay so she's stretching it a bit with in terms of you know the experience that she's got um but then she got turned down, and the first thing she said was, right, well, in that case, I'm going to go and train myself up mm. and get those qualifications. Yeah. And I thought, fantastic, good for you, Emma. That's exactly the way to respond to that. You know, if if you can't do yeah. it now, well, that's okay. Yeah. I'll go and get the things that I need yeah. to be able to do yeah. it. English literature, though.
0: No, it's because you have to have a... a um, <gasps> you have to have a maths,
1: right.
0: g- minimum maths GCSE a to c pass or yeah. a english lit and english language or english literature uh, yeah. a to c uh okay i think that's well
1: except she's got an NVQ already she said so
0: yes but right. not a gcse you have to be edited you have to be um no but i
1: mean i don't know what she's what she's what her ultimate plan is then to go and uh, to do in terms of qualifications but i well, thought to be vocational
0: fallon's gonna leave and go to the to the charging station and yeah. Emma will take over the tea rooms,
1: okay, she doesn't need any qualifications for that though does she?
0: uh no, and also, she's done it. so I', mean, she's I think doing that it. her and Ed are gonna end up running the bull
1: uh, based on.
0: Me thinking it, okay. uh, but also I think that Fallon and Harrison will end up running the ball, so I am not quite sure of myself there. No,
1: yeah. and not sure they can both do that.
0: No, so. and probably Ed is a bit farmy, isn't he? Uh,
1: and a bit fighty to be a landlord. Well, uh, you see, I really, really like um, Ed, and Will I
0: do, I do, do. Uh, but there is no denying that they are <laughs> a bit. Farm-y I think and they fight-y. could be.
1: They could mm. be personal, personable behind a bar. Mm. Both of either of them.
0: Actually, Emma's the fightiest one. She'd no, be God, terrible. Yeah. She'd be like on Enders, oh, wouldn't yeah. she? You're, she'd be oh, barred. Everyone would be barred. Half the, the village would be barred, yeah. absolutely. Yeah
1: yeah. 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 You know, Jim would be barred for <laughs> Big looking pop. at her funny, you
0: know. <laughs> um, I really, really hated... No, no offence to you, Ryan. Uh, oh, We love you very much, obviously. But I hated the fabricated row between... Oh, just nonsense! Jazza and Tracy, pointless. Yeah. I don't understand
1: yeah. it. No, pointless, and also but they they used to do that all the time, mm. and it was frustrating then before they got together. Yeah, but now they're married. I mean, yeah. again, there's a grain of truth to it. It is when you're when you're um, in a when you're in a relationship, uh, obviously, I, you know if you're not 16 and it's your first relationship then obviously you know you have baggage and a history and your partner has baggage and a history and you you know it can be challenging sometimes you know if you if you want to get to know them you want to know about them then that's part of that obviously and it can you know it can be challenging to 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 hear about what happened before you came along.
0: Yeah, but she did. He, he did. She didn't say that. I mean, he didn't say that. Yeah, or he did. She was more pissed off about the fact that he had invited some. That's the bit that would have annoyed me. That he'd invited somebody to come and sleep in their flat for a couple in their house for a couple of weeks without asking. No, her.
1: she was annoyed about that. Mm. But it was when that he uh, he confessed yeah. to having had a crush. Yeah. Um, that things really went south.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm, well anyway I and do. if you
1: know if people if people got the hump every time you you confess to having a crush mm. then you know uh, you'd never speak to me anytime after I'd watch Nigella on telly <laughs> you know
0: <laughs> or that woman what's she called that one with the pigtails not pigtails huh <laughs> oh God it's a Debbie thing
1: Debbie Gibson yes Debbie That's Gibson's never cool. on telly. More's the pity. No, I know. More's but... the pity. Please.
0: If she was, then I might probably be Crosser or something. I don't know. I don't mind no- Nigella, really.
1: <laughs> Nigella or Victoria.
0: I'm quite... going <laughs> <laughs> Victoria Corrin <laughs> is talking about, ladies and gentlemen. He's yes. probably rubbing his thighs enthusiastically <laughs> as he's talking about this.
1: I'm getting too old for that. It's tiring. What rubbing your thigh? I don't bother with the thigh rubbing oh, anymore. Okay. I, just, I just sit and think quietly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not think about what you've done. Think about what you'd like yes. to do. Yes, <laughs> yes.
1: But anyway, so Jazza and Tracy, Jazza and Tracy. Yes, yes it was all a bit. It was yeah. all a bit silly. The big, uh, the but it was it was a nice opportunity. I did enjoy Brad banging their heads together. Yeah.
0: And I do. I did the bit that I found most uncomfortable this week. So ick of the week was.
1: Oh, there was plenty of that to go around.
0: Yeah, was uh, Mia talking about Brad as if he's a mm, mm. slightly slow guinea pig? Or no, something. it was bizarre. It was Look bizarre. At what Although he, he was acting
1: like a slightly slow guinea pig. Yeah, you go um, and
0: you talk to him, Brad. Oh, yeah. well done! You're no, brilliant. what
1: Brad. the hell was all that about?
0: The br- yeah, the kid. What? What? What was up. that all about? I don't know. I think it's supposed. To, I think. I think we are going to discover that Brad is neurodiverse in some way, and they and that kid was too. And everyone identified that Brad would be the one to talk to the kid because he would understand. So he said, "Well, crowds are difficult sometimes, aren't they?" And all that. It yeah. Okay. Difficult.
1: It makes if you. Yeah. That makes sense. But but it's pretty but, clumsy though. It's Good very Lord.
0: clumsy and clunky. And the way the way Mia talks to him, she sounds like she's about thirty five, and he's twelve, yep. and yep. she's his, you know, special need. He's, she's his senko. That's
1: <laughs> <sounds Yep>. like... <laughs> no, uh, well, that was very very odd. Again, I because I, I, that was when I was mucking about with the you know, trying to find my way back into the episode this evening. Right. I plunged into the middle of that and right. I'm thinking, what the hell? Where did these scouts come from? <laughs> I'm still not quite sure, to be honest with you. I think I, don't, I don't think I missed a bit, but it feels like I did.
0: Also, isn't it weird that Rex is the older brother? Did that give you... Because that made me go, huh? When he said, don't mess around with my little brother.
1: Yeah no well I I you know I have awful trouble separating um, Rex and Toby.
0: But their voices are I, very I
1: different. Can't, they're not at all. They
0: are. Toby's much more. I okay, cannot yeah, tell them much apart. More
1: sleazy. No okay yeah he is but then I haven't. Uh, I think I've probably got the characters conflated, okay. which then makes it impossible to okay to tell them apart by voice because I'm not sure. I'm, I know I'm listening to one of them, but I, you know, I can't attach <laughs> the voice I've narrowed it to the... down to Affair,
0: brother. <laughs> exactly. I just don't know
1: which one yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, that whole, that whole um, barbecue scene last yeah. week, I'd got no idea whatsoever <laughs> what bleeding was going end, on. Oh god. by the
0: end, listening so intently.
1: I <laughs> who's that? Couldn't tell, who's saying that? Couldn't I couldn't tell who I was listening to until Stella spoke up. Oh, well, <laughs> thank God. Now I know who's talking.
0: Maybe they are just daughter. Yeah. hey Rex, Ooh. would you like a cup of tea, Rex? Yes, thank you, Toby, yes. my yes. brother. I yes. would. That yes. would be great.
1: Thank yes. you, Toby. Yes, thank you, Toby, my older, no, younger brother. <laughs> yes, uh, who is a bit, who's a bit uh, more posh than I am, yes, and who works posh. in the wine trade now, a bit more apparently. as well. Um, so Literally that's that's a question done. I've that's a question I have got that that came up last week actually, but mm-hmm. I couldn't ask it last week because I wasn't on the show. Um, Rex and Toby's father. Yes, who he?
0: Well, oh, this is complicated. Was he in the show? Uh, yes, uh, he right. came, he was in the show and he had an affair with Elizabeth Archer.
1: <coughs> when Good she was very young. Oof.
0: And he was married and he dumped her. Yeah. And uh, yes, he's Robin Fairbrother and I've forgotten yeah. who plays him, but he's a sort of Silver Fox actor who plays oh, yeah. him uh-huh. uh, most recently. But he yeah. caused all sorts of upset and to-do okay. and etc in the village right. when he was there um, he's very smooth you know okay. and... so Rex Rex and
1: Toby have have um, four sort of familial form then do they
0: yes know? so Jill hated Jill Archer Hootie hated to- uh, Toby when he first started going out with uh, Pip yeah and uh, Toby had to do a real charm offensive to get her back on side and she hated, yeah. he- and she hated yeah. those two because of their father and because of how he'd upset Elizabeth. I oh,
1: see. Mm. Okay. Because they were talking about him last week and I, and I thought, I, I don't know who that is yeah.
0: actually. Yeah,
1: And he works in the wine trade by the sounds of things. And that's what Toby's now doing as well.
0: I think he's played by. Mm. See, I always see him in my head as Anthony Head from um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But I don't uh, who, know. Who?
1: If... Um, the far, the Fart. Who's yeah. Who's, I've already forgotten.
0: Yeah, Robin Fairbrother, but I don't Robin, know whether yes. I've just invented that because that's how I see him or whether he really does play it. I do. Well, know. with
1: the power of the intermanet. Yes. Robin Fairbrother. I can look it up. Keep talking. And For I'll
0: our, our uh, brother. Oh, I yeah. Think. That's how I spell uh, it anyway. Is
1: Who it? Knows. Is Guess what,
0: listeners? We're going on holiday in about seven hours.
1: Anthony <laughs> Head to play Robin Fairbrother Yay! in The Archers. yeah, I got it right. There you go. Yeah, It says to play, and that was from 2018, so he, yeah. it sounds like he's not the first to play the part, then.
0: No, because years ago, when it, when he was going out with Elizabeth, when he was shanking Elizabeth, it was a completely different yeah.
1: actor. Yeah, that was 1987, yeah. apparently, yes. I think, this article here. Yes. This is from The Independent. Ooh. This is probably the most serious article they've published in quite some time. Clearly
0: a news day, even by the <laughs> independent standards.
1: Right. Okay. Thank yes. you. Thank you for that. That's uh, yeah, that's no all good stuff.
0: Oh I got one uh, I got one right. Listeners, I got yes, one right. Yeah. Um
1: So if the if the father was is Anthony Head then, then who plays Rex and Dobie?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Another <sighs> well, they're collars fun- up whoever they are.
1: Potentially fantastic bit of content yeah. Sorry. down the swanee before we even start.
0: Um now, can we do some emails?
1: We can if you like. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Solid, um, why not? Uh, uh,
0: this is from Mary uh, Schwietert in Washington State. Hello, Mary. Ah, says,
1: our uh, our um, mm. north, uh, Northwestern Seaboard uh, listeners.
0: I write only to say that our Western States and Arches Appreciation Group has swelled to three. Count them, three members. 50% increase
1: on last week. They're growing like nobody's business. She
0: says, we want to invite all archers members who live in the Western United States to contact me via email and we will invite you to our highly sophisticated WhatsApp group. Lucy, if you would be kind enough to forward me any emails you may receive, I would be most appreciative. What is a Western state by our definition and why do we discriminate? Well, mostly because we would, if possible, like to schedule a meetup someday and New York is impractical. We may change our minds uh-huh. as time passes, but anything in the Pacific or mountain time zones would be easiest for now. Uh-huh. We are a nice uh-huh. trio and will put up with no nastiness, she says. Quite right. Uh, so if you are in this demographic, i.e. if you are nice, drop a line and we will add you to the group. Semper Ambrigius, she says. Thank you, Mary. Ooh. That sounds excellent.
1: This is fantastic. I love this. I yes. really do. Yes. These little groups of people finding each other around the world. Yeah. Particularly, I think, in... in Places um, like you know America and Australia, where uh, I suppose archers fans are f- rather fewer and further between. Yes. Than, uh, having said that, I'm here in the Netherlands, and I can't, I'm not sure anybody listens to it here. So wow. it's a good job I've got you to talk to about it.
0: Yes. Um. Now, this is from Elizabeth Bartle. Hello, Elizabeth. Who says has someone left a North Face jacket at Rickyard? <laughs> Even Dopey and Ruth cannot be that thick to not immediately guess who Pip has a crush on. One. Only known gay woman in the village lives in bungalow on same farm. Two, daughter has suddenly started acting strangely around said gay woman. Three, daughter barely ever leaves the village. Four, daughter completely out of the blue announces she has feelings for a woman. Ooh, David, who could this woman be? (laughs) And I completely agree. It's not a long list, is it? That Dopey and Ruth would be shocked at this turn of events. Of course, they'd be concerned about Pip having unrequited passions, but they would also be a bit of, blimey, I didn't see that coming, at the very least. Ridiculous, she says. I don't know whether well, ridiculous I... is a sign of greeting or a name or just a comment, <laughs> but anyway, she just put yes,
1: ridiculous. just a general comment on the podcast, yes. possibly. Mm. Yes. Um, I, yeah, I mean, Yes clearly it's not a long list of people that it could possibly be however having said that i do think that particularly in a i mean it's, it's often hard to imagine uh i, I fairly often i fairly frequently get surprised by you know um new relationships like oh really blimey crikey mm. you know um i didn't i didn't see that coming not because it was unlikely just because i hadn't really thought about it mm. you know and i think possibly if it is a gay relationship where with, with involving somebody who was previously uh not openly gay mm. then that makes it even harder to sort of just just um sort of stumble across if you mm. see what i mean mm. um so i can see that um having said that you know there is David and Ruth know there's somebody, and I must have been thinking about it. And honestly, if they thought about it for more than about 15 <laughs> seconds, they'd have gone, Oh, yeah, Stella. <laughs> so, generally, like, I, I, I would agree, came. but actually, spe- <laughs> sp- sp- specifically in this circumstance, then yes, clearly, obviously, <laughs> it's Stella. It can't be anybody else. Oh,
0: dear. Um, right. Now, do you remember we were just talking about. Um, people having crushes on other people and how people get cross about it. <clears throat> uh, this is from Elvis and it's about Elvis. El. called. Is it really from Elvis? Yes, Elvis Dutton. Um, um, who I says, mean, I'm sure
1: Elvis Dutton's fantastic, but, yeah, you know, it, did get my hopes up briefly there.
0: Yes, he's aliver than the other one, though. So that's what we want to know, listeners.
1: And not on thoughts. the moon.
0: Um, he's headed this hurrah for David. Dear Hattie Lulu and Jeff, I hope you're well. Have to say I'm coming round to Lucy's view of David. Yes. After he showed how Bran should have reacted to a bisexual child. I thought it was wonderful, as he showed his surprise but was immediately supportive. I loved his humility in knowing he didn't know all of the answers and in asking Pip how he was doing. It was almost enough to make me forget the buttock-clenchingly naff sibling rivalry (laughs) between him and Kenton. I was shocked and appalled to hear how long it takes to see a therapist in the UK. I've only been down under for a couple of years, but when I became ill, I was fortunate enough to be with a company that provides a free counselling service, which I took advantage of. If I'd had to wait that long, I don't know how or if my life would be. On that cheery note, I will love you and leave you. Please keep up the sterling work. It's like a little ray of sunshine each week when a new episode drops and I get to drive to work with my archers friends. Love and kisses, Elvis.
1: Thank you, Elvis. That's a really lovely email. It is, and I agree with everything you said. I also thought David was fantastic. Yes, and and just clumsy enough. It was. And now, do you see why I love him? No. Uh, No.
0: Okay, but I do, and because of that, because no, I I know you do. But when he did, when he said, "Am I doing? Am I doing all right?" Yes, Uh, it was just sweet. It was
1: it was it was it was clumsy and, yeah. and entirely adorable and yeah. and yeah i mean we've all been in that situation where you get something sprung on you like that and your heart's completely 100 percent in the right place and you're desperate desperate to yeah. get it right yeah and consequently yeah you know <laughs> you get it wrong yeah um but he didn't and, really uh, did he no didn't no he didn't wrong. i'm not He's saying he did but you know there were once or twice just a couple of spots yeah. where I thought Ooh, no, 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 we're all right, okay. Yeah. How
0: long did you have you known that yes. you are a bender pip? <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> so no, I thought that that was that was really nice actually. Yes. And a very touching um father-daughter moment. Mm. Yes. Yes. Enjoyed it.
0: Um oh dear, this is from Vicky Horton Turner. Do you remember we had um that's not very nice. I'm w- sure Vicky No, lovely. no, no, but you'll understand why in a minute. You oh, know, I see. Okay. um uh now, we had some drinks to try. Um, when you say we, Lucy. Sorry, well, yeah. Well, you did try them when you were over. Oh, did I? Yeah. From okay. um, Luscombe. Do you remember Luscombe? Things? Oh, no, like those. The, the, yes, yes, the, the, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Well. Mm. Yes, yeah, yep. delicious. Well, poor Vicky. I oh. was very taken with the idea of hot ginger beer mentioned by Harriet a couple of weeks ago, but oh, I inadvertently no. Googled Luscombe. Please don't <sighs> go there. It may be hot, but it's definitely not ginger beer. Oh, Vicky, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? What was it? Well, n u s h c u m is
1: what she googled. Yes, no, no, no. I, I, I got that, but mm. I'm just, i yeah. Don't yeah, do Yeah, it. okay. I mean, Don't no, no, I no. no. Hang on, just a. Second. Woo! <laughs> so Fabrice just popped in for a second. Man. Hi, Fabrice. Um, oh.
0: She said, "I am in Spain at the moment." That reminds me, when when the children were little, uh, they used to love a show about Auntie Mabel um, <laughs> and uh, her dog. Uh, and Auntie Mabel was played by um, the lady uh, who played Nurse Gay Gladys Emanuel on um, Open All Hours. Um, oh, yeah. And it was lovely, and it was her and her dog, and she used to fly around, and they learned about things. And it was oh. my children's favourite thing. And uh-huh. it was called Come Outside. And Simon oh, really? decided to Google that to see if he could get oh them a no. DVD and oh then went, no. ha <laughs> <laughs> <and> ha! <laughs> Slammed the laptop rapidly, shut <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> On a a sort of listing site with pictures that he wasn't expecting. So anyway. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Vicky says, I am in Spain at the moment, so settle down on my sunbed in the shade, sunglasses on and ear pods in situ, husband asleep on adjacent bed. There, I was happily listening to the week's offerings, chuckling silently to myself, until I got to the bit where you were discussing Pip's attempt to check out her feelings for Toby and men in general. I started laughing helplessly, but still silently, when I realised the brightness had dimmed, took my glasses off to find my husband standing over me shouting, What the hell is wrong? Are you having a fit? It seems both me and the sunbed were shaking so violently that he thought some medical emergency was taking place. Other than that, we're having a very relaxing time here, which will all change on Saturday when two of our adult grandchildren arrive for a week. They are keen on us all going on a three-hour kayaking tour. Oof. I may well have a real medical emergency after all that. Look, you're you probably wading around up to your waist in water at the minute, so you probably just kayak your way to the airport, Vicky. Anyway, love the show, and you are all brilliant. I'm in awe of how you managed to produce such a great show week after week. You are my favourite podcast by far. Love, Vicky. Oh, we're having a proper...
1: We really are. Yes. Wow. A
0: tummy stroke this week, aren't we? Crikey.
1: Yes. Tummy um, brushing, the Germans call it.
0: Tummy brushing. Oh, that's nice.
1: Tummy brushing, yeah. Uh,
0: and this is from David Wright, he of the gin.
1: Oh, yes. Hello, David.
0: He says, I recently caught COVID for the first time and felt really lousy for first about 10 time? days.
1: First mm. time? What? I've just had it for the fourth?
0: Mm. Come on, David, keep up. All I could do was lie on the sofa, cuddling Winnie the dog and listening to podcasts. Naturally, I decided it was the ideal time to explore the back catalogue of Ambridge on the Couch from before I started listening in February. This resulted in me binge listening for days on end. It was the perfect (laughs) therapy and got me through a horrible week with a throat-like broken glass, long of tarmac and a thumping headache. The only downside was that every time you made me laugh, I lurched into a violent coughing fit and scared the dog. (laughs) I also listened to every single edition of Shambridge. Bloody brilliant. Harriet is a superb impressionist, way better than the vague attempts at Archer's characters on Dead Ringers. She is wrong to assert that anyone can do voices just by listening carefully. It's a rare talent. I know, I can't believe that she...
1: And God knows I've had to try once or twice in this. (laughs) In the last year or two, and I can confirm not nearly as easy as it was. Well, you always say to me, my Paul Hollywood, (laughs) my Paul Hollywood will, I blush every time (laughs) I think about it.
0: Well, when you had to, I can't remember what I got you to do, I can't, I don't think it was, I can't remember who it was. But you, were, you, you just sort of said in this despairing way, the thing is, I'm having to do it with Harriet. Yes. <laughs> it makes right. it so much Right,
1: exactly. <laughs> if I were doing it with other people who, 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 other people who were similarly shit, it would be fine. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm doing it with Harriet, who is note perfect every time. <laughs> and so it makes my, you know, bumbling amateur theatrics seem exactly what they are. God
0: you have a good you're a, you have a good stab at it though don't you yes, i do i'm I, do. a brave go yes, yes. I, well done you get like the, yes. the and the be- best effort goes to
1: <laughs> <laughs> the thanks for coming award <laughs> goes to jeff thomas <laughs> anyway david i'm very very sorry that you have been poorly yes. and i hope you're feeling much better now because yes. COVID get, get, varies from Time to time, person to person, but it can be utterly miserable. So, yeah, and I it, hope you're all you,
0: right. You had it and accused me of making you Earl Grey tea, and then we realised that your taste buds. Yes, wrong. no, that stopped Funny. now. So I'm back yeah. to just
1: normal Yorkshire now. It's which you know, <laughs> no. York, uh, Earl Grey was fine, but I preferred the mm. Yorkshire. To be honest,
0: yeah. um, This is from Dorothy King, who says, "Very excited Hello to God. hear Pip and Stella moving forward." I no, thought Pip was very yeah, well. brave to share her feelings, and Stella's reservations about being someone's first experience was very realistic and well-written. Mm. I wonder if there are some lesbian writers making this storyline so true to life. I really enjoyed the Reverend Julie's email about Pip's sexual awakening and how she hadn't met a woman she felt this way about before. Pip should read The Master Doc, which was made by a Tumblr user and is a helpful You Might Be a Lesbian if... guide attaching it here. Very interesting reading and talks about compulsory heterosexuality or comp-het. The idea that women are socialised to believe that their prince will come and the only option for the future is to marry a man. This stops many women from exploring other options and can make it a shock when feelings for women arise. Very happy to have more queer representation, women representation, and gay Pip is so much more fun and less annoying than straight Pip was. (laughs) All the best this, Dorothy. This Thank email was Dorothy. clearly
1: written before today's episode yes. then. Because up, up until it's that awesome. point, we were doing all right, weren't we? Yes. Benches. No,
0: yeah, she wrote it this morning, actually, before she She's booted something. it from this evening, yes. unfortunately. So, yes. Yeah. I think probably now, Dorothy, you're realising that gay Pip is just as annoying as straight yeah. Pip. Yeah. Um, but I totally, I completely agree that we need to have more queer women representation on The Archers. And uh, that... Yeah, I think the the compulsory heterosexuality thing is really interesting. And oh, yeah. it's definitely a thing, less so in London, I think, or big cities where you can be slightly more undercover. But when you're somewhere where everybody knows exactly what you're doing, who you're seeing, who you've broken up with, who you fancy, da-da-da-da-da, it must make it absolute hell to try and explore your you know, sexuality in any way because you're doing it you know, the equivalent of in the Bridge Farm Dairy with everyone staring through the bloody window.
1: Yep. Mm. And even if you did, you know, there's that weight of expectation from, you know, heterosexual parents, grandparents, siblings, um, who, you know, uh, even if they might be fine about it, the temptation is, of course, to think that they won't be. Mm. And, um, yeah. So So if you
0: go onto Tumblr and you put in, am I a lesbian, master doc then it will bring you up the pdf with the with the questions on
1: okay i'll go and do that after the show
0: yeah well you fancy women don't you you're clearly I
1: definitely do. i think i might be mm. possibly yeah a lesbian yes mm.
0: uh this is from amy Hello, I'm Amy, friend of Hannah, not that one, Riley, the roller skating lesbian from a couple of weeks ago. Hello, Harriet, Amy. please feel free to come skating with Hannah in South East London, and Lucy and I can hold the coats and drink wine. Thank <laughs> God, Amy. Thank you. I'm not skating. Um, I also started listening to The Archers while at university. I used to hate The Archers when I was subjected to listening to it as a child, but when I was living abroad, it reminded me of home, and I got really into the Helen and oh, Rob story. Yeah. Anna and I love it, although our friends sometimes roll their eyes when they overhear snippets of conversation like, I just don't give a fuck about Eddie's ferity world of fun. We're very <laughs> excited about the paella developments this week and has also made me wonder about the long-term impact on Brookfield. Presumably, if Stella and Pip get married and become a farming power couple, one person who may not be too happy about it is Josh, who I'm guessing was envisioning himself and Pip maybe running the farm. My other question for you two is... Who would you choose from Anbridge to actually spend an evening in the pub with? Tricky, as they are all so irritating. My picks would be Natasha because she loves gossip, Johnny who seems like a generally decent guy, and Stella is obviously great. And her final thought is that Ardil is the mystery gay Grable's owner, but is lying about it to keep a low profile. I disagree with you about that because yeah, I think it's Oliver.
1: Yeah, well, but, I, but you might. I'd have been far more open to that idea before this evening's episode. Mm. Yeah, I think it's probably not that now.
0: I think the Stella and Pip getting married and becoming a farming power couple is a really good. uh,
2: Oh, I hope so. Good shout. I
1: hope so for Stella anyway. Yeah, because she said, you know,
0: (laughs) (laughs) she said you have to, you know, I'm not born into farming, and it's, you know, so yeah, right, as close as she could get to it was yeah, yeah. um, Home farm yeah uh because you know that gave her the 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 power and the responsibility of running the farm running a farm
1: and also she's the only one who's got any idea what she's doing there though. yeah so you know
0: yeah, yeah,
1: it's like it's yeah. hers
2: yeah
0: mm, yeah um so who would you go for a drink with oh, you would go for a drink with Fallon, wouldn't you
1: I would not know, we've discussed this oh yes okay, I've, yeah. I've 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 got off fallon yeah. i'm afraid i uh Fallon, if you're listening. Terribly sorry. I, you know, it must be disappointing. But uh, no, I think I'd probably. Um, I'd, I'd cheerfully go for a pint with Jim. Oh, um, yeah. I. I'm jazzer, clearly. Yeah. Um, other than that, I'd be struggling a bit, I think, to be honest.
0: <laughs> uh, who would I go with? Lillian. I think.
1: Is that, is that just so you don't have to pay for drinks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> David. Oh, <You just> <laughs> no, David, help yourself obviously. From clearly, David, obviously. David. Yes, of course you would.
0: And yes. he could tell me about his leather jacket and all that.
1: Yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> I could probably go for a pint with, um, with Ed or Will as well.
0: Yeah, not Will, surely. Will? No,
1: Again, I can't really tell them apart. <laughs> so so w- Wed. I'd go for a pint with Wed. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Ill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, 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 David. Anyway, um, now, do you remember the what the hell is happening here last week?
1: Uh, yes.
0: So, what did did you have any? No, you wouldn't have done. No, of course
1: was. I didn't. I never, yeah. ever, ever have even we just the faintest give inkling
0: snippet
1: of what it was. Yes, so here just here a, a quick reminder. Yeah. What the hell is happening?
2: What the hell? You know what this
0: means, don't you? Oh, I'm not sure I do, Clary. She'll be judging Joe's tomatoes. Oh Exactly! Oh. 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 <laughs> Clary. I know! But I dare say she won't be tasting tomatoes like it's in Suffolk! <laughs> I don't know whose car they were driving, but it sounded like a very high-end Merc or something.
1: No, it sounded like my grandma's old Ford Escort van. Oh, did it? Yeah, a bit.
0: Oh. Uh, Well, it was probably Eddie's Ford Escort van then. Right. So, nobody knew this.
1: Really? Nobody? Nobody.
0: What it was, was, this is from James Everett, who has... Does does James
1: win a prize when nobody knows it?
0: Yes. Probably a mug. It's normally a mug, <laughs> isn't it, that never arrives? Um, this is—they were talking about Joe's tomatoes he'd grown for the flower and produce. This was after the flood, and he said that he'd been fertilizing his tomatoes with the sewage that had risen from the flood. Uh... The judge of the flower and produce was Anita Millingford, a high-class woman and silent who plays golf and visited Gay Grables, where Clary was staying after the flood. And Anita told Clary she'd recently moved to Pennyhassett and is the head of the Pennyhassett Horticultural Society, and she also has a house in suffolk and Joe ended up winning top prize for his tomatoes
1: for his pooey tomatoes, poo-y tomatoes. <laughs> I hope you give him a good wash first
0: it's got a nice a nice aroma of so what of, was the it. flood? oh there was um the river bur- there was a big uh, rain, and the river burst its banks and um River and burst its Banks. And one of the culverts was blocked. Uh, and which is where we had a ridiculous uh, situation where we talked about um, the culvert being... People were asking what a culvert was. Yes, no,
1: I remember the whole culvert thing. I yeah, think, yeah,
0: and it ended up... This, this poor company that made culverts suddenly found they had 500 new followers when they woke up the next <laughs> morning. So it was all our... This, anyway... Um, so uh yes, and Rob claimed that he had uh, saved everybody from the flood, but at the oh, same time. Oh, this came up, right. Yeah, yes, this came up. At the same up, time, uh, it was him that before. blocked the culvert in the first place, we oh, think. So Yeah. Okay. And somebody died or disappeared, but it was all it was one of the Polish workers that, that uh, Oh that's that fine. He then. was in charge of. But it was what? it was all very <laughs> You can't
1: you can't just
0: I know, I can't remember. He didn't die. he disappeared. And nobody knew whether he died or gone back or.
1: And we've t- never revisited. Robert,
0: that. But, and I don't think we ever discovered what no, that's happened. That's awful. To him. I know. You can't just have
1: characters disappearing. I know. I know. Oh, it's all right. He's foreign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we, <laughs> no, I we didn't won't bother mean going like back that. to that. Bit. I just meant that he was. No, no, no. Like I meant the writers. Yeah. Not like you. An incidental
0: character but... Oh, yeah. he's fine. He's foreign. Never yeah. forget about yeah. him anyway. Yeah, is he on? Oh, that's awful. Had he listed it on his Twitter profile, it's fine. Then we can hear him. It's fine.
1: Vojtech, or whatever yeah. his name was, just <laughs> vanished off that's the face it? of the Ambridge Earth, and then never. Completed, nobody ever. Never
0: heard from again. No,
1: never mourned. No. Oh.
0: Right. Do you want to hear this week's one?
1: Yes. Okay. I've never wanted anything more in my life, Lucy.
0: This is one of my favourite duets.
1: And mine, Christine. <laughs> oh, Eddie. Eddie, indeed.
0: So, that was Auntie Cardboard. And. Ah, yes. Jimus.
1: Yeah, Jimus I recognised. And Eddie's phone. And Eddie's phone, presumably.
0: Playing I'm a Cider Drinker. It must be
1: relatively recent then, because I can't imagine Eddie had a phone before about 2015. <laughs> but,
0: what I don't. Where?
1: was that ambridge does blindborn
0: it sort of sounded outdoors didn't it
1: yeah i think it was
0: Locksfest? fest no
1: i mean you're asking the wrong person i know
0: i'm thinking aloud mm.
1: i've got no idea
0: james is so cunning
1: he's I, a I, I, cunning little monkey i he really, r- it really is genuinely a bit worrying how much time i think he must spend <laughs> doing this because this can't be easy
0: <laughs> well I mean he could, to be fair to him he could make it a lot harder on us because he could just have ding morning Susan, morning shula the end of this thing well, no, I mean, The exactly, no, point no, is he like, finds these yeah, really these yeah. really
1: interesting bits
0: yeah yeah I have no idea
1: no okay no me neither I, mean, I as you say I think it's it's outdoors. Somebody must have organised an outdoor.
0: What worries me as well is that I spent such a lot of my life listening to this,
1: show. and then immediately discarding yeah, it. Apparently,
0: I, I can't. It just doesn't get remembered anywhere. Mm. That's a shame, isn't it? Yes. Mm. Anyway, thank you very much, James. Completely baffled by that. We yep. need right. Someone's got to know this because no one knew the tomatoes. No, no, were, no one knew
1: The, the shitty tomatoes. So. Who knows? No, so we didn't get James is on a roll.
0: Can you get an opera instead? Oh. Um, Oh, and now we better do the, yes. do the do the do the do the the sketch, uh, and now we cross over to uh, BBC Radio Four, not BBC Radio Boston, where it is Gardener's Question Time live from Ambridge.
3: Welcome to Gardener's Question Time with me, Cathy Cluxton, and our horticultural hero, Bob Flowerpot. This week, we're coming to you from the small village of Ambridge, somewhere in the Midlands, where we've been welcomed into a shepherd's hut in the beautiful garden of Ambridge Hall, belonging to Mrs. Linda Snell. E B E. M, as she says, B A. Feel free to call on my expertise in the field of herbal remedies. Thank you, we will. add labas, also amateur dramatics, juvenile delinquency, a high-fibre diet, the hospitality industry and Feng Shui. Great, let's see if anything comes up about those unlikely topics. So today's questions have been sent in by green-fingered locals and talking of green-fingered, the soil conditions of Ambridge are clay soil which suffers from frequent flooding from the heavily polluted local river which has resulted in some startling plant anomalies. Yes, it's not
1: often you see a 40-foot dock leaf. I was impressed.
3: So over to our mailbag. Firstly we have a question from... Mm. Sorry, Linda, do you have a question? Yes, if you don't mind. It's about garden pests. What's the most effective way of getting rid of them? I don't want to use powerful chemicals. I have allergies. And llamas.
1: These garden pests. Are we talking aphids, mollusks or insects, Linda?
3: Persistent grundies.
1: Ah, in that case, herbal tea, no biscuits and insisting on a proper invoice should do it. Next question, Kathy.
3: This is from a Miss Chelsea Horabin. Dear Gardeners Question Time team, is there such a thing as bogweed? I bet you anything there is, only some people are too stuck up to realise that that is actually a thing. God, she's so annoying, girl.
1: Um, not sure I fully understand the question, but no, there's nothing actually called bogweed. There's hogweed and bog myrtle But other than that...
3: So, sorry Chelsea, can't help you out on the bog front, I'm afraid. Here's one from Kate Maticani Aldridge. She sent some leaves in for you to look at, Bob, in this envelope. I'll just pass it over. Kate says, this has been flourishing for many years on my windowsill, but since moving to my boyfriend's, it doesn't seem so happy. Could you tell me what is wrong? Super, I'll
1: just have a little look. Ah, yes. This isn't something I'm able to comment on, I'm afraid. Except to say it needs feeding, or you're only going to get about six quid an eighth.
3: Moving swiftly on, this is from Helen Archer, who says, Could the team recommend a quick-growing but attractive climber? The aim is to screen the view of the scrotum of an elderly roadie bobbing about in a hot tub like a grizzled poached egg. My garden is south-facing. Goodness.
1: I think a rose is your best bet, and in my mind, there's nothing better than a Shropshire lad spread across your back fence.
3: So, there you are, Helen. Hope that helps. Thank you so much for joining us here at ambridge Hall, and thank you to Mrs Snail for hosting us. Would it be possible for you to unlock the shepherd's hut now, Linda? I don't think so. Not until we've ironed out the little matter of which of you is opening the next village fate.
0: Thank you very much. Kathy Clugston, who is currently on holiday <laughs> with her children and having a lovely time. And Bob Flowerpot, who is here. <laughs> um, and that's it. Do you want to do the scripty bit?
1: Uh, I can do if you like. Yes. Yeah, go on. Um, if you would like to visit patreon.com and look up Sorry, Ambridge on couch. just
0: vomiting in the background.
1: <laughs> no, is that what it was? Yes. Coopie, could, could you please yeah. stop vomiting while I'm talking? We've We've had this discussion a few times now.
0: <laughs> No, that was with me,
2: I,
1: not him. I, I know you don't always <laughs> agree with what I have to say, the but the vomiting really noises. is a bit much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, I'll start again. Yep, well, he has, has he quite finished? He has, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you would like to visit <laughs> patreon.com and look up Ambridge on the couch, you can support us at any subscription level and we appreciate it very much. This month, your patreon has secured us a new mic for me. Which means Lucy has been subjected Oh, no, 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 no various... don't
0: do this bit because I forgot to take it out and Harriet's done it about 15 times. So it's fine uh, has she? heard it, yes.
1: All oh, right. Yeah. I, I, I obviously don't listen this far with the show. No, you uh, don't. You
0: listen to your bit and then... The no, one.
1: I listen to my bit and then I listen to, to uh, the music and then I... <laughs> and then... Yeah. Because sometimes it goes on for another 20 minutes I and just know. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, so... Mm. Uh, well, which bit am I doing then? We appreciate it very much.
0: Yes, that's it really. We appreciate it very much.
1: The next thing we are saving up for that's been done, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, but you can uh, give
0: us a lovely review. That would be aces. Thank you very much.
1: Uh, you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, at, at onambridge. Febreze is at Tui, Febreze is at FabulousFebreze. Or you can email us at Ambridge on the Couch. At gmail.com that's Ambridge on the couch at gmail.com
0: and someone asked me the other day um mm. when would be a good when's the best time to, to get your uh, emails in and it is any time yeah, yeah. uh the last the final before Friday's episode ideally yes any anytime
1: literally any time from, ooh, from ooh,
0: the... ooh. and also I've just thought of something else Kenny Higgs emailed me or t- mm. Message me. Hello, Kenny. A picture of um, at the charging station near where he lives. Oh, yeah. Electric, electronic charging station. And does it have a calf? It has two, it had two costers. It was two huge. Two costers. It was massive, this thing.
1: Yeah, I suppose it's going to have to be. Center. Yeah, well, right, yep. Yeah.
0: And I don't know, I'm trying to find um, the thingy that he sent me... Kenny, 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 Kenny... There. It's got a Marks and & Spencers and a post office. He said, this is what the Ambridge residents are up against. Although I haven't heard this week's yet, so scrub that if it's been cancelled. Um,
1: it's all got very quiet, hasn't it? On mm, the,
0: it's on the EV uh, charging, charging station board. outside Norwich. And it has got a M&S Food Costa, a WH Smith uh grid serve electronic
1: so it's s- like Ber- birmingham court. airport departures lounge basically
0: yep and it's massive really big um so yeah so that's so it's a, it's a i was kind of imagining it a bit like a sort of you know the petrol stations that you get at, at uh motorway services when you don't go to the big services bit you just go to the petrol station-y bit and there's yeah you know um like a slightly bigger oh, yeah. petrol station yeah, and it's yeah.
1: got no, a loo that's, that's and i I'd got in my head as well, yeah.
0: Yeah, but this is this is like a mini shopping centre. That's what it looks so like. So the
1: idea that, that Fallon is going to set up a tea shop to compete with M&S Only Food is a bit... <laughs> optimistic, really, isn't
0: it? <laughs> it is, I think, yeah.
1: Mm. Oh, dear.
0: Yeah. No, she's going to have Kenny a Can you yeah, do she... not send that to Fallon? No, Mm-mm. don't. No.
1: Jesus. I can you imagine?
0: <sighs> she hasn't been in it this week, has she? Was she in it last week? No, she wasn't.
1: No, no, hasn't been no. in. Hasn't been in since she persuaded uh, Harrismen to give up his job. Yeah, actually,
0: daft cow.
1: <laughs> no, it's fine, Harrismen. Just give up your job now, and I'll do something else.
0: Me and my fairy cakes, rock cakes, will yeah. keep will keep us both going and pay the mortgage. And
1: yeah, no, you should definitely quit <laughs> your job on the spot. Yeah. Before we've looked at this any closer.
0: (laughs) Just do it. Just do it. It's fine. Um, Right. Now, uh, because it's our holiday, we have a holiday tune. We are going
1: on on our holidays in the morning. And Um, when I say in the morning, I mean the taxi's going to be here at 25 past
0: three. Mm. Um, uh, Yes. So we we have a holiday tune. Do we? Yes, to go out with.
1: Is it Cliff Richard esque? No. Richard? Cliff Richard. No. Cliff Richard. I haven't. I haven't had a drink for three weeks. <laughs> I am definitely not drunk.
0: <laughs> um, it is, uh, well, you'll hear. Shall I, shall I play it now? Should we say bye bye to the ladies? Yes, and the no. Sock it to me. Bye so bye, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks very much for listening. Bye bye, ladies and gentlemen. So next week, I will be talking to you. Harriet will be in London, and I will. She's in Greece now, and I'm in London, and Jeff's in Holland. And next week, me and Jeff will be in Holland, and no, Har- no, no, we'll be in in that case. Greece. I need to cancel my tax. <laughs> you love a lie in. Don't moan. It's a good job um, you said something. <laughs> uh, and Harriet will be in London, and we will be in Greece. But I will yes. record with Harriet from there. So, uh, are you ready for this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Excellent, as it always is. I
0: can't believe the, the 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 Lillian bits just fitted so beautifully, didn't they? Darling, darling, yes. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt.
1: Well done, Matt. Well done again. <laughs> again bye bye, everybody. Yes, as ever. Speak bye bye, bye, everybody. Yes. Bye. Well, I won't, but um, you'll Harriet be there will. Waving in the background. Yes. Yeah. you'll be pleased to know that Harriet <laughs> will be back Stop. next week. <laughs> Bye-bye.